I'm Dan Dews. And I'm Meredith Kelly. The hosts of Little Listeners Lounge. Be prepared to listen and learn about the magic of kids' podcasts. We talk to hosts, creators, producers, and writers and peek behind the scenes of their work. We've had some amazing guests. The deputy director of NASA. Everybody pretending to run away from a T-Rex. Is this what jellyfish are made out of? I see Lincoln's underpants. Join us to learn something new about some of your favorite podcasts. Subscribe to Little Listeners Lounge wherever you get your podcasts. Winnie the Pooh, Chapter 9, Part 1, in which Piglet is entirely surrounded by water. Aria as Christopher Robin. I am 8 years old. I am from Los Angeles, California, and I like spending time with friends and family and going to the beach. And Wesley as Winnie the Pooh. I'm from Taiwan. I'm 8 years old. I love soccer reading, and writing stories. I have my own podcast called the WK Podcast. You can visit my podcast on any podcast you use. It's about fantastic stories and some is about my life and what I love. I'm Love as Piglet. I'm six years old, I'm from America, and I like playing toys. It rained and it rained and it rained. Piglet told himself that never in his life, and he was goodness knows how old, three, was it, or four? Never had he seen so much rain, days and days and days. If only... He thought as he looked out of the window. There have been in Pooh's house. Or Christopher Robin's house. Or Rabbit's house when it began to rain. Then I should have had company all this time. Instead of being here all alone. With nothing to do. Instead to wonder when it will stop. And he imagined himself with Pooh saying, Did you ever see such rain, Pooh? And Pooh saying, Isn't it awful, Piglet? And Piglet saying, I wonder how it is with Christopher Robin's way. And Pooh saying, I should think poor old Rabbit is about flooded out by this time. It would have been jolly to talk like this, and really it wasn't much good having anything exciting like floods if you couldn't share them with somebody. For it was rather exciting. The little dry ditches in which Piglet had nosed about so often had become streams. The little streams across which he had splashed were rivers, and the river between whose steep banks they had played so happily had sprawled out of its own bed and was taking up so much room everywhere that Piglet was beginning to wonder whether it would be coming to his bed soon. It's a little anxious. He said to himself, To be a very small animal, entirely surrounded by water. Christopher Robin and Pooh could escape by climbing trees. And Kayla could escape by jumping. And Rabbit could escape by bowling. And the Owl could escape by flying. 
And Theo could escape by by making a loud noise until rescued. And here am I, surrounded by water, and I can't do anything. It went on raining, and every day the water got a little higher. Until now, it was nearly up to Piglet's window, and still he hadn't done anything. Where's Pooh? He thought to himself. Pooh hasn't much brain, but he never comes to any harm. He does silly things, and they turn out right. There's Owl. Owl hasn't exactly got a brain, but he knows things. He knows the right thing to do when surrounded by water. There's Rabbit. He hasn't learned in books, but he always can think of a clever plan. There's Kanga. She isn't clever. Kanga isn't. But she would be so anxious about Wu that she would do a good thing to do without thinking about it. And there is Eeyore. And Eeyore is so miserable anyhow that he wouldn't mind about this. But I wonder what Christopher Robin would do. Then suddenly he remembered a story which Christopher Robin had told him about a man on a desert island who had written something in a bottle and thrown it in the sea. And Piglet thought that if he wrote something in a bottle and threw it in the water, perhaps someone would come and rescue him. He left the window and began to search his house, all of it that wasn't under water. And at last he found a pencil and a small piece of dry paper, and a bottle with a cork to it. And he wrote on one side of the paper, "Help! Piglet! Me!" And on the other side, "It's me, Piglet! Help! Help!" Then he put the paper in the bottle. And he corked the bottle up as tightly as he could, and he leant out of his window as far as he could lean without falling in, and he threw the bottle as far as he could throw. Splash! And in a little while, it bobbed up again on the water, and he watched it floating slowly away in the distance until his eyes ached with looking, and sometimes he thought it was the bottle, and sometimes. He thought it was just a ripple on the water, which he was following, and then suddenly he knew that he would never see it again, and that he had done all that he could to save himself. So now he thought somebody else would have to do something, and I hope they will do it soon. Because if they don't, I'll have to swim, which I can't. So I hope they do it soon. And then he gave a very long sigh, <sighs> and said, "I wish Pooh were here. It's so much more friendly with Pooh." When the rain began, Pooh was asleep. It rained and it rained and it rained, and he slept and he slept and he slept. 
He had had a tiring day. You remember how he discovered the North Pole? Well, he was so proud of this that he asked Christopher Robin if there were any other poles such as a bear of little brain might discover. There's a South Pole, said Christopher Robin. I expect there's an East Pole and a West Pole, though people don't like talking about them. Pooh was very excited when he heard this and suggested that they should have an expedition to discover the East Pole. But Christopher Robin had thought of something else to do with Kanga, so Pooh went out to discover the East Pole by himself. Whether he discovered it or not, I forget, but he was so tired when he got home that in the very middle of his supper, after he had been eating for a little more than half an hour, he fell fast asleep in his chair and slept and slept and slept. Then suddenly he was dreaming. He was at the East Pole, and it was a very cold pole with the coldest sort of snow and ice all over it. He had found a beehive to sleep in, but there wasn't room for his legs, so he had left them outside. And wild woozles, such as inhabit the East Pole, came and nibbled all the fur off his legs to make nests for their young. And the more they nibbled, the colder his legs got, until suddenly he woke up with an owl. And there he was, sitting in his chair with his feet in the water, and water all around him. He splashed to his door and looked out. This is serious, said Pooh. I must have an escape. So he took his largest pot of honey and escaped with it to a broad branch of his tree, well above the water. And then he climbed down again and escaped with another pot. And when the whole escape was finished, there was Pooh sitting on his branch, dangling his legs, and there beside him were ten pots of honey. Two days later, there was Pooh sitting on his branch, dangling his legs, and there beside him were four pots of honey. Three days later, there was Pooh, sitting on his branch, dangling his legs, and there beside him was one pot of honey. Four days later, there was Pooh. And it was on the morning of the fourth day that Piglet's bottle came floating past him. And with one loud cry of honey, Pooh plunged into the water, seized the bottle, and struggled back to his tree again. Bother, said Pooh as he opened it. All that went for nothing. What's that bit of paper doing? He took it out and looked at it. It's a message. That's what it is. And that letter is a P. And so is that. And so is that. And P means Pooh. So it's a very important message to me. And I can't read it. I must find Christopher Robin or Owl or Piglet, one of those clever readers who can read things, and they will tell me what this message means. Only I can swim. Bother. Then he had an idea. 
and I think that for a bear of very little brain, it was a good idea. He said to himself, If a bottle can float, then a jar can float. And if a jar floats, I can sit on top of it, if it's a very big jar. So he took his biggest jar and corked it up. All boats have to have a name. So I shall call mine the Floating Bear. And with these words, he dropped his boat into the water and jumped in after it. For a little while, Pooh and the Floating Bear were uncertain as to which of them was meant to be on the top. But after trying one or two different positions, they settled down with the floating bear underneath and Pooh triumphantly astride it, paddling vigorously with his feet. Hey guys, if you like this episode, please share it with your friends and family. It is one of the best ways to support BKFK Storytime.